This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Stir of Echoes. Some doors weren't meant to be opened. Nipples. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. Hotlanta. And I'm Troy. And we're back. We are, we are back. back. We have we have completed our holiday hiatus. Back off the stack from the rack of packs, you know what I mean? Not at all. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. And I think this one came from my sister-in-law, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah, sure. That sounds like a thing I that happened. Know. I threw my hands I up. I don't remember. I'm sorry. If, if it wasn't my sister-in-law, please write in and let us know, and I will yell at Chris about it. I always forget everything and apologize for nothing. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, Chris, how does this movie start? His name is Stink Dick, and you will address him as such. <laughs> Thank you. For that, I suppose. A new year, a new nickname. Yeah, come on, Stink Dick. Read your book. So we start up meeting with a family, yep, which mm-hmm. consists of Mr. Kevin Bacon. Kevin's yes. Bacon. Uh, no, Kevin's Bacon is in Wild Things. The lady from Law and Order Yikes. CI. <laughs> yep. And the one, the other lady, what got the big eyes? Uh, the big her eyes. Sis- her sister. Yeah. Let's call her Big Eyes because that's funny to me. Yeah. She has huge eyes. Her eyes really are up there. Yeah, they really are. And they are uh, too high on her face. Go ahead. They right live, above the nose. They live in uh Chicago. They're up by Chicago. her widow's peak for some reason. I don't know my neighborhoods of Chicago. Yeah, me either. Uh, Illinois? Yeah. I mean, I spent two days there, but it was only downtown. So I, I can't have barely left Ohio. We like it that way. I would imagine most do. <laughs> Get out of my state! I'm always hearing. <laughs> and uh, we learn that Mr. Bacon is uh, he he is uh, close-minded, kind of, sort of. Stuck in his ways. He is blue collar, like salt of the earth, 1990s blue collar telephone lineman. Yeah. He, with no hesitation, threatened to throw big eyes out the window. He was going to physically pick her up and throw her out the window. Which, you know, maybe she deserved. I don't know. Probably shouldn't have such big eyes. The movie does start with a little kid talking to the camera, which is slightly unnerving. Oh yeah, as it as it is when like people talk directly to the camera in a movie, but not they don't address you further. Not like Ferris Bueller, where like he's just talking to you. This is this kid's talking to someone else, but staring right down the barrel of the camera, and it's kind of just unsettling to begin with. Yeah, we forgot the beginning. See, I didn't make the jokes about how we didn't start in the beginning. We started in the middle, and we forgot the whole damn beginning of the movie. Thank you, Troy, not yeah. Chris. That's why I'm here, folks. Yeah. Chris sucks. <laughs> yeah, some things never change. Yeah, and, the, and the kid's taking a bath, and he wants his bug pajamas, not his firefighter pajamas, or fire truck pajamas. So, but he, and he continues to talk to someone who's not there, which is always good on children. Yeah. And this is, which, uh, which from my understanding, kids will sometimes just do, even if they're not like weird. Maybe they don't have the shine. Yeah. Like they'll just do it. I think you mean the shinning. Yeah. We don't want to get sued. Exactly. But not between four and five because that's Willie's time. Also true. So uh, the family heads off to local house for a party? It's a house party, man. At a house. 
locally for partying. Yeah. And uh, one of his one of his friends is throwing a party, so he showed up at the house. And uh, big and eyes partied. Wait, but did they just like left their kid there and fucked off? Right, like they didn't even like. No, they took a... the baby monitor because it's like next door or whatever. Oh, uh, okay, gotcha. Okay, that makes more sense now. Because I was like, they get a babysitter <laughs> later, but this time they don't get a babysitter. So like, they just like, well. I mean, the kid's in bed. We're only going to be dr- we're gonna be drunk like in an hour and leave, and it'll be fine. Yeah. They're reasonable. Enough. Also, his wife is pregnant. Yeah, he discovers. She's, she's heavy with child. Yeah. Like, it's like her sister probably walked in and said, holy fuck, you're pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Well, her, her sister, Big Eyes, is... Uh, which was new a new age kind of girl. She's a new age girl. Yeah. She's in I all don't that. know the rest of the song by Dead Eye Dick, but she's in all that hippie shit. I don't know any of the song by any of that. Uh it's it's off the Dumb and Dumber soundtrack. Uh, I just remember some song about Mary. Yes. Yes, Mary is that's the song. Oh, you got it. Ah! It's in the chorus. Mary is in the chorus. Scary. You got it by accident. Shut up. Did you ever say that? Hey, you're technically right, which is the best kind. Don't. She don't eat meat, but she sure likes the bone. Yep. I remember that part. Yes. Hey, all of a sudden, I know what everybody's talking about. Look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So, yeah. Uh, So, yeah. And he's kind of like kind of pissed off that his wife didn't tell him before she told her sister. It's like, not my fault. Sister guessed immediately. <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, kind of apologizes for just being like having a shitty blue collar job and not bringing in as much money as he w- told her he was going to be when they got married. Not being a rock star. Yeah, that too. Yeah. So they're at a local party. Local friend's house. Uh, Big Eyes is talking a big game about hypnotism because she goes to fucking regional hypnotism school. Yeah, she goes to, like, Hypnotism Community College. Yeah. We got us some hypnotism.com. That Dion Warwick bullshit, as someone describes it, which Mm -hmm. I thought was amazing. An amazingly dated reference. (laughs) Yeah, but somehow perfectly fitting. Yeah, I mean, I think it was a little too. It was that was before Sister Cleo was a person, so yeah. So, but don't call us now because we're not Sister Cleo. It's true. And don't I'm not going to do the hundred numbers that you see on horror movies either. Yeah, don't do yeah, that either. Just saying, you'll get random people, <laughs> and they are upset. Yeah, they don't care for the shit you're getting into. That is for certain. <laughs> We've done we, that we one, like three times, I think, now. At least two or three that I can think of. I can think of one. No, can, the, the one time of, went real bad, so I yeah. I can think of, yeah, a live person answered the phone. They were pissed. Videodrome, right? Yeah. Oh, we no, did okay. you guys did Videodrome. I didn't, wasn't there for that one. No, it wasn't Videodrome. It was a... Uh, Mind... Brain scan. Brain, yeah, brain scan. brain scan, that's right. Yeah, yeah. We did it twice, though. Didn't we do it... Wasn't I drunk and did it one night that Troy wasn't here? We did it once, and it just was like your typical, like, this call isn't any good. Yeah. Check your number. So we figured that would happen again, but nope, it was some poor, poor lady. And she was pissed. Who was not on board with whatever was happening. And you didn't even (laughs) say anything. She was just mad when she answered the phone. What are you supposed to say? I found your number on a movie from the 90s, my B. You could have got a bunch of money or something. Probably not. It was probably like eleven o'clock at night or something for her too. And so you woke. We woke her up, and she's like, "Trying to find out who the fuck's calling her." Also, why is she? Why does that one eight hundred number dial someone's personal phone? Was it even an eight hundred number? I thought it was like a five five five. Oh, it was a five five five. That's right. So we like, thought we would be safe. Yeah, because those aren't supposed to work, right? Like it that's was the an eight hundred number. number. 
The important thing is don't just call random phone numbers. Especially no, on don't do that. Movies. No. Uh, war dialing is a federal crime. I wasn't war dialing. I, I know, did I'm it just, personally. I'm just telling our listeners. See, don't see, do we it. got a lot of we, we do pull heavily in the war dialing demographic, so I can understand. It's yes. a big part <laughs> of our, our 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 people. Uh anyway. Anyway, she's, talk, she's talking a big hypnotism game. This new age girl, yeah. And Kevin Bacon's like, whatever, nerd, you can't do that shit. And she's like, yeah, nah, I can't too. And he's like, fucking prove it then. So she does. She gives him the old uh, fucking hypnotism, which apparently the the routine that she uses is a real hypnotism one, and they had to they put music stings in there to keep people from actually like nodding off in the theater. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Like apparently like before they did that, some of the test audience literally did like go under during the movie. <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. Um, but according to IMDB trivia, so, you know, grain of salt and all that, but, but no, like the, so notably like she has him imagine he's in a movie theater and it's like one of those like, you know, awesome like movie palaces with like the fucking gold leaf walls and shit. Yeah. And but then it has the walls like turned black. Which someone on IMDb thought was a reference to a song later in the movie. Seems like a stretch, no, but it does seem like a stretch, but yeah. So anyway, he like she goes through the whole routine and they cut immediately immediately to him waking up. Yeah, with tears in his eyes. Yes. He's apparently recounting childhood traumas as they stabbed him with safety pins because they're the worst fucking friends. And then told him to bleed out of one side of the wound but not the other, and he did it. Which implies she shoved that safety pin all the way through his fucking hand. Jesus Christ. Well, they showed they went through like the webbing between the thumb and the pointer. Yeah. And apparently that was not a fake hand. They paid some stunt dude to let them do that to them. Do that to him. It was Chris. It was an intern. I mean, just ice it. You know, right? It's like fucking piercing an ear, right? What could possibly go wrong? As long as he bleeds out the right side. Yeah. I wonder how many times they had to do it before he bled out of the right side, but not the other one. <laughs> now you're bleeding on both sides. Run yep. it back, boys. <laughs> Reset. Um, I still have a hole in my hand. Look, we're not paying you $3 an hour for nothing. I have a whole other hand. I guess we can use that. It's a stunt hand. <laughs> You're a stunt hand. Yes. Uncredited, but yes. And you uh, only have one job. Yep. Stunt hand jobs. Yeah, with the stunt with the stunt cocks. It's Chris's job to give all the fake penises fake masturbates. With his fake hand. With his fake hand. Yep. <laughs> That's what you do for eight hours a day. <laughs> he gets paid the big bucks, too. Yeah, medium bucks. Yeah. Medium yeah. large. Hey, one day, fucking handjob coin is going to go through the roof to the moon. <laughs> and then who will be laughing then? I don't ever want to mind that. I'll be laughing. Because I'll get cramps. So, uh, he he don't feel good after the hypnotism. Yeah. He decides he wants to go home. And he has uh, one of them there visions. While his wife climbs on top of him and tries to have sex with him. Yeah, where we get a single boob. Yep, kind of poking out in the through the top of her pajamas. Yeah, One boob. but yep, but he's too busy having like hallucinations to really be into it. Yeah, hallucinations of people die of a girl dying or something. Yeah, we've all been there. Am I right, fellas? Chris like the fingernail part. Yeah, you know how I love uh, the fingernail part. Oh yeah, they show that twice too. Like one this time, one later in the movie. It's real good. I made my wife cringe. It made me cringe. 
Yeah, and if you cringe, sick how I felt about it. <laughs> Chris Chris pointed a nail gun from five feet away at his eye and pulled the trigger. Yeah, but it didn't do anything because I didn't have the thing pulled back, so <laughs> it was fine. There was no safety on it. So uh, after his lack of coitus, he needs to head downstairs to relax by watching Static on his tube TV. Yes. I mean, isn't that how you relax? Yeah, white noise. No. White white vision, white noise. Yeah. And uh, he sees a apparition of sorts. Yes. On the couch that talks all weird. Mm-hmm. And it makes him uh, freak out a little bit. And he looks up. Probably and because it, of the apparition. Yeah, or the weird talking. I mean. Both. Yeah. I think I so, could handle an apparition if it was just speaking in a manner yeah. I could understand. But, like, right now we're, like, in full, like, David Lynch territory. True. And, uh, it disappears. Then he goes to head upstairs. And his kid's there. And his kid's like, hey, what's up? And he's like, yeah, I ain't doing so good. He's like, yeah, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'll touch <laughs> your head. <laughs> they like can't you hurt do. you. Wink. And, uh, he's not doing so hot the next day. He feels a little out of sorts from the whole everything. Probably needed more orange juice. Yeah. Yeah, because he did not have enough orange juice in the fridge by the end of the movie. Spoilers, he had lots of orange juice in the fridge by the end of the movie. And he, uh, he calls Which is up. never fucking explained. Yeah. He needs more vitamin C. Yep. For the ghosts. And the digging. So much digging. Digging? Yes. So he, uh, he heads to work. His wife is trying to line up a babysitter for Friday so they can go to the local sports game. Like the high school football game. Yeah. And she can't find anybody. And her kid recommends someone. Lucy? Yeah, something. Vanessa and Debbie were the names, but I don't know who's the mom and who's the kid. Yeah, Debbie. Yeah, Debbie. Because she comes highly recommended by Samantha. Yes. Per the child. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mom so is how many times? How many times, Chris, has your child suggested a babysitter to you that you did not know ahead of time? Um, Exactly zero. Okay. But in fairness, that- she doesn't have the, sh- the shin, so... Yeah, I don't have kids, so I I know my my answer to that is obviously zero. But yeah, not a few times. I don't know. Do you wish Maggie had The Shining? Yeah, it'd be cool. Okay, I'd be into it. Yeah, I mean, I think I probably would be awesome into it too. But then, like some people, be like, I don't know, I don't want my kid talking to ghosts, which I can kind of understand. I mean, you could talk to worse people for sure. I mean, they're all dead, so. Yeah. They got that going for them. And if I've learned anything from movies, it's kids talking to ghosts always ends well. Yes. How couldn't it? I mean, worst comes to worst, I solve a sweet-ass cold case. Yes. Because you need to be famous. You're a cold case. I don't think that's accurate. He's a cold-hearted case. Look into his eyes. Oh, no. (laughs) Chris has been telling lies. Why are you lying, dog? I don't play by rules. Oh. (laughs) Oh, oh. I don't know the rest of the song. Fools. That's the only word that I know, I think, from the rest of the song. Good job. Shut up. Ever tell me how to live. 
Anyway, mm-hmm. and it, <laughs> so as the wife is leaving a message, trying to get her sister Big Eyes to babysit, Kevin Bacon has called her on his lineman's headset at work. Which was awesome. I don't know why I found that so awesome, but it's like, oh, it's fucking cool. He's just calling from a fucking telephone pole. <laughs> yeah. That's what my dad did. He was a telephone pole guy. I he have one a of those. Phone. I use those at work sometimes. Yep. Yeah, I don't know why I found that so awesome, but it just made me so happy. And he's like, uh, hey, remember, remember yesterday when you made my brain all fucked up? What did you do to me? Yeah. And she's like, nothing. It was just a little hypnotism. I went to non-accredited state college for this. And he's like, yeah, you didn't, like, shove something in my brain parts, did you? And she's like, no. Nah, just the, probably not. Just but like, the thing I yeah, did. Yeah, it's a little it's yeah. a thing that I put there. I yeah. pried open your third eye violently while you were under a post-hypnotic state, like you do. And then I made you... Bake brownies with only one egg. Yeah. So it turns out that she gave him the the suggestion that, like, he would be open to everything in his brains. Yeah. Like, she told him, like, basically to be more open-minded, but phrased it in a way that was like, oh, yeah, just, you're going to receive everything from now on. Fuck you. Yeah, she monkey-pawed his ass. Yeah. And he's like, cool, cool, thanks for that shit, idiot. (laughs) Thanks for fucking up my gray matter. Pleased to have. And so, uh, the babysitter shows up, which causes him to see things in terrifying red vision. Yeah, weird red vision. And at this point, he's now just chewing up, like, Tylenol or something. Or something. Ibuprofen. And he's uh, he's having a bad reaction to the babysitter. Ecstasy pills. As they head to the football game, he continues to have visions. Yeah, every time like he sees red lights, there's like a like electrical noise. Yeah, I don't know why. And somehow or another, this causes him to see into the future or the, the present sort of the pre- just, the the present yeah i can see into the present right now it's chris it sucks yeah it sounds less <laughs> impressive when you say it that way but well but he can see other places than where he's at in the present which is a little more exciting yeah, yeah. especially if there's no chris there it's always more exciting i can't argue with that <laughs> nor should you and uh as he's going to enter the football game, he's like, I got to go. She's, She's stealing my, my kid. Phone <laughs> jinx. And so uh, her, her, him and the wife run back to the house where the kid and the babysitter are gone. Well, because the kid kept talking about Samantha and she's like, what did you say? Who are you talking like? Who's Samantha? And he's like, well, she's like, oh, yeah, the girl I talk to in the house all the time. And she's like, Samantha's here. <laughs> yeah. And she runs off to the train station. Well, my favorite part is when Kevin Kevin Bacon shows up, goes through the whole house, and he's like, he's not here. And then he starts running off, and she's like, where are you going? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, but like, he just feels compelled to run a certain direction, which I thought was amazing. I just It was just great the way they did that. <laughs> I don't know. He knew the one. Yeah, he's utilizing Red Vision in order to find it. Yeah, I just usually use red tube to find porn. It's weird. So they end up at the. I just stick with Reddit. True. What? 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 That's fine. (laughs) R slash SHP podcast. Yeah, that's the one on Reddit. Goods for Slaughterhouse Princess. No, no, not yet. Save it. Save it. Oh, now I'm going to don't, don't, don't blow your load already. <laughs> I already came across the couch. So they make it to the trade station. But the babysitter's not trying to abscond with the child so much as find her mama. Yes. And uh, there are cops there. 
And the cops are like, what the shit is going on here? Why, like, why, why are white people arguing over a child? I'm confused. Yeah. And uh, they're like, well, she stole the kid, and she's clearly going to run off because we're at the train station. And her mom shows up, and she's like, no, I work here. She's here to talk to me. Turns out that Samantha is her sister, not the mom, her daughter, but the babysitter's sister. What a yes, twist. Who disappeared six months ago. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, she, she ain't doing so good with it. Yeah, and they're like, and she's like, is Samantha being held prisoner in this house? And they're like, no, we have not, like, we have not locked up a white girl in our basement. Probably not, wink. Yeah. And the wife is like, the 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 babysitter has a picture, and she's like, look at it, tell me if you've seen her. And the wife's like, nope, never seen her. And Kevin Bacon's like, ha ha, ha ha, I've never seen that. Yeah, me also ghost. haven't never I mean, seen. Yes, I, I've definitely never had a conversation on a couch with this girl speaking weird languages to me, weird weirdly to me while I was in front of a TV. I oh. saw a different same person. By the way, that actress who plays Samantha is was on like Once Upon a Time and in House. Like, she was, uh, I think. She was like the main female protagonist, like the first season of Once Upon a Time, at least. Which is all I've seen, but I was like, oh shit, I know who that girl is once I saw her name. I didn't recognize her with dark hair. Oh, okay. I get it now. Yeah, she's blonde. Yeah. In everything else she's in. And older. Well, yeah, also that. Yeah. So, uh, Mr. Bacon is, uh, you Mr. Know, Bacon is his father. He's become <laughs> obsessed with all this now. Uh, they're at, like, a local block party, and he starts asking questions to people. What do you know of Samantha? Well, did we... Uh, we haven't gotten to the... the kid yet, have we? The, the teenage boy? Has that not happened yet? I don't remember the no. order of things. Okay. No, no. First, they go to the okay. block party where we're gotcha. introduced to the the varying teenagers. Yes, and the guy who owns the house that they're renting. Yeah, I think he was at the he was at the house party too. But yeah, and he's calling everybody over. Uh, he he starts talking to the guy he's renting the place from. He's like, "Hey, you know about this girl." He calls over his son. They call over his buddy. What went with him to the football game and such. And they're all like, "Yeah, yeah, she's like gone or something. She ran off." Yeah, she I was guess. alive, but now you can't see her anyway, right? That one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's implied she's slow somehow, which I don't understand exactly. Uh, that guy yelled the R word like seven times. Yeah. Yeah. For no particular reason, because she doesn't seem particularly or, anything. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know. It I, was... Yeah, it was... And I like that they at least called the guy out for using the R word. Even back in the 90s, that was something. Like... To, like that was just commonly used. And at least I was like, <sighs> no, dude, like that's not cool. Like, what? She was. And it's like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. But he does oh, almost God. get punched for it, so that's cool at least. Yeah. And uh the whole thing just kinda ends in mayhem because there's some sort of scuffle that breaks out. Yeah. You're a scuffle. Possibly. He's definitely broken out though. You need some clear silkers. Broke out of the research laboratory. <laughs> Christabel Aloysius Reynolds the third Esquire in the Rats of Nim. <laughs> it's true. He was a science experiment gone wrong. Or right. Nope. I mean it depends on what you were trying to do. If it was this, <laughs> then it, that. Went, it went real good. <laughs> Chris Not no one would that. want to do that. No. Science did. <laughs> science tried. Science failed. Yikes. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Bacon, he's now just completely spun out. All he can do is obsess about the girl. Mm-hmm. 
He's not going to work. He apparently, when he isn't trying to commune with her, he just sleeps. And then he, this is where he gets a vision, right? Yeah, he has the dream thing. Yeah, like he dreams about going into his friend's house, like the one who had the blood, the house party. And well, like, first he shows up, his friend right. does, and he's like, I gotta kill you and your wife. <laughs> no, he and just shows like, up and goes, Hello, I'm going to kill you and your wife. Yeah. And then he sits on the stoop and and Mr. Bacon's like, yeah, I'm going to go see what your wife's up to, you crazy fuck. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he, goes, he goes to his friend's house and then his his friend's son is there. Yeah. Who's got a gun. Uh-huh. And he's like, hey, hey, hey. So nice. obviously his, his son's name is Genie. Yeah. And he's like, cool, cool. Uh, let's not have a gun pointed at me. And then his friend's son shoots himself in the side and rubs blood on his face. Like you do. Yep. Like, yeah, I mean, like, what else are you going to do with the blood? Just let it pour out of you onto the floor? I mean, why why waste it when you can smear it on your face and taste it? Yeah. And, if uh, you faced it, you got to taste it. Yeah. And then, uh, and so then he wakes up. Yep, and it goes through the same steps. Well, as he the runs dream. to. Well, yeah, he runs to his friend's house. Uh, looks in through tries looking through the window. Can't the really wall? see the kid. Yeah, busts the grabs something from outside, like a chair. Like they had a chair outside or something, and like busts the window and. Somehow manages to go in the window without cutting himself, even though he didn't clear out all the glass from around the edges. I don't know how he managed to do that without, like, cutting himself to shreds, because I totally would have, because I'm clumsy. Uh, and there's his uh, his friend's son, like, bleeding on the floor, because he shot himself. And so And he just like, kneels there and shouts for help instead of calling for 911. Yeah. But somehow the ambulance still shows up. Yeah, but it's too late. The kid, the kid is done. Oh yeah, I, could, I wasn't sure about that. I couldn't tell if oh the kid was gone or not. Yeah. Okay. And uh, as all this is happening, his wife and son they're off gallivanting around town, and they meet up with uh the mystical black man. Yes, because we must have the magical Negro, which yeah. is a trope. I'm not using the term. I'm not using that. That's the name of the trope. It's true. Um, yes. Um, but, it, like, yeah, because there's, like, a funeral. They, they end up in a cemetery because the kid's like, fucking cemeteries are awesome, and is running all around and stumbles across, like, it must be a cop, a cop who died or something because there's fucking line of cops in uniform saluting the grave. Um, but one of them kind of waves to him and then follows him later, follows him and is like, Hey, remember that guy from the shining? I'm that guy. Yeah. <laughs> you like shorthand? Here's some shorthand. I'm the guy from the shining. <laughs> Scatman Carruthers. Yeah. Tell your husband to come see me. Yeah. But, uh, and- that, that's not what happens. Nope. The uh, yeah. Instead, the the Kevin Bacon and son are playing in the living room. Kevin Bacon trying to work out a song on the guitar. The kids playing on the floor. Then he's like, "Oh hey, why don't you try these notes?" And like positions his hands and strums it. And Kevin Bacon's like, "Why do I know that song? Like I know that song. It's like two notes." Uh, because the Rolling Stones exist? I'm usually pretty good with that kind of thing, but I couldn't tell the song from just the first two notes. Yeah. I mean, it's it's painted black. Yeah, it's painted black. That's the the secret. Yep. And he starts going through all his fucking, like, CDs and records and shit trying to find the song. If only I could think of that song everybody's heard. 
Honestly, I had not heard that song except for this movie until the 2000s. What? Weird. Seriously, I did not listen to a lot of Stones before the 2000s. Hey, that's all you really need is painted black. I mean, I mean, I knew like Honky Tonk Woman and Satisfaction. Satisfaction, okay. And mm, sympathy for the devil. Maybe. I knew the I knew the Guns N' Roses version of that. I didn't realize that was a cover until I heard the original in the 2000s. You're a weird guy, Troy. Mm-hmm. But that's I didn't realize. Like I didn't realize that Guns N' Roses had done a cover of um. Uh, what the fuck's the name of that song by that Cream did? Uh. Horse with no but, name. No, that's America. No, that's America. Um, hey, 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 hey. Uh, Jesus Christ. Well, I can't think of the, I can't think of the song now. But no, there was another song. I was like, oh, have you ever heard this song? My parents were like, yeah. I was like, huh. It's weird that you would have heard this song by Guns N' Roses. I didn't think you listened to Guns N' Roses. Because they were familiar with the cream version of it. <laughs> Knocking on Heaven's Door. Oh, weird. I thought that was... That's Bob Dylan. Yeah, how are you going to say? No, like I, Eric I thought Clapton it was Eric somebody. Clapton for some reason. But... Yeah, Cream. Who, who was in Cream? Ah. That's why I said Cream. Pretty sure it's Bob Dylan, but... Maybe originally. Yeah. It's but they were familiar with the Cream version of it. And I was familiar with the Guns N' Roses version of it. And they were like, yeah, like, why are you like, of course we do. And I was like, in my little kid brain, I was like, huh. They didn't, they know Guns N' Roses. That's weird. And by little kid brain, I mean like eighth grade, ninth grade brain, but. Irregardless. Yes, thank you. So anyway, what, what the fuck is even happening in the movie? Uh, the mother is going to... Oh, yeah, she's going to meet the magical Negro. Hold on, shut up yes. a second. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, there's a version with Bob Dylan and Eric Clapton. There's also a version with Bob Dylan and Tom Petty. That okay, the Bob Dylan Eric Clapton one's the one I'm familiar with. Yeah, I would be inclined to say it's Bob Dylan if Bob Dylan features on several different versions Bob of it. Dole. <laughs> Bob Dole. Yes, Bob Dole. Bob Dole. <laughs> He's not knocking on Heaven's door, Bob let's Dole. be honest. No, he, he may have been. Probably not. Maybe. So, uh, mom heads off to meet the magical Negro. Mm-hmm. Complete with Neo. fire escape jump scare. Yes. And and lady who only speaks Korean. Yeah. And uh, he is at the local coven? sanitarium. I don't fucking know. Tandem. Yeah, I don't know. There's some kind of sperm yeah, bank, some magical gathering going on. Oh. Yeah, it's a magic the gathering. Yes, of sperm banks. <laughs> yes, a magical gathering of sperm banks. Well, that's the only place the sperm goes if you play a lot of Magic the Gathering. That's also true. To the bank. You gotta sell something to get your magic cards. You gotta and, get your uh, fix. And you gotta do gathering. something while you're not playing Magic, so it's really a win-win. And the cop's like, hey, I didn't ask for you to come here. I asked for the other guy. Yeah. And he's like, how long has your husband, you know, had the shining or the shine? And he, she's like, uh, it kind of just started. And he's like, oh, yeah, it, think of it like a dark tunnel. And your husband has a flashlight that works only some of the time. And he just gets flashes of what's around him when he's in the tunnel. And she's like, well, what about my kid? He's like, oh, no, that kid's got much better flashlight. Yeah. Is the uh, is the phrasing that he uses. So he basically just exposits that he got his brain parts pried open. And he has to, like, uh, he has to finish the fucking request. Right. Well, because he's like, he's like. Like, how pissed off is the ghost? And she's like, what do you mean? She's like, well, this ghost has already contacted them. If they haven't done what the ghost wanted, it's just going to keep getting more and more angry. And so he needs to figure it out quick. Yeah. Or it's just going to get worse. Yeah. 
And, uh, he decides, the husband, Mr. Bacon. Yes, say Nor Bacon. Kevin's Bacon. He heads over to Big Eye's place. Because he needs answers. Who's and Big she, Guy? She, uh, she... Big Eyes. Hypnotizes him. Oh, Big him, Eyes, okay. Or regresses him, or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And, uh, he gets the command from his vision to dig. dig. Berberding, berberding. Exactly. <laughs> and then he goes to the goes to the fridge, grabs a Miller Lite, cracks it, and just starts chugging it. She's like, can I get you something? I don't know, like a water, a beer. <laughs> yeah. Which fucking cracked me up. <laughs> I feel like she already knew. She didn't really have to ask, you know what I mean? That's the That's joke. A- oh! You fucking dummy. <laughs> Uh, I just like I about rolled off my couch with that one because I was like, for fuck's sake, that was just so dry and so good. You almost raffled. I did almost raffle LMAO. LMAO. That's my favorite band. They work out because Chris is sexy and he knows it. He works out. Yes. Neither of those are true. (laughs) Well. You don't but know. Has, you he don't does wiggle, out, wiggle, 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 wiggle. I do wiggle. <laughs> he breaks his hip. But that's more of a neurological problem. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a good bit if everybody stops talking immediately after. <laughs> My stomach hurts. <laughs> cool. <laughs> oh, fuck. Where are we now? Um, Digging! Burberding. Yes. So he goes to the uh, goes to Home Depot, grabs an electric uh, jackhammer. Well, the first the, him and the kid are just digging out back. Oh yeah, that's right. He's got he's got, he's got just uh, yeah. And apparently, Kevin Bacon had fucked his neck up before that scene, and they gave him a bunch of like light prop picks, but he didn't think that they looked right when he was swinging them, so he decided to use the full weight normal like pick to dig in the dirt to dig through the ditches a bird through the witches and slam in the back of the Dracula a do it baby a do it baby mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> that ah! and uh him and the wife get into a big fight You know, on account of the digging. Cause, yeah, because he's like, I gotta do it, you know what I mean? And she's like, no. no. I have zero fucking idea what you mean. I don't know why you're doing this. This is fucking insane. He's like, but I gotta dig. Digging a hole, like, burr, burr, ding. You know what I mean? That's what you do. Yeah, you, you gotta dig. Like, And so she's like, whatever, dude. I'm out, because I got shit to do, and you are fucking nuts. Your digging is not helping with my thing doing. No. So he does spray water into the uh, the hole to loosen the dirt. And then he decides that he wants to spray somewhere his hose won't reach. So he moves the hose connector from the house to the shed, but the shed one doesn't work. And he complains about having like spent money on a plumber and that does not even fucking work. So then he goes down into the basement to turn on the water to the shed hose. And he's looking around and he's like, huh, you know what hasn't happened here is digging. I like the part when you said he has to take the hose where the hose can't go. Yes. That's funny to me. Why? What? Because there are there are places, Brett, that are Hotlanta that the hose can't go. Like across yes. the yard, like the ear. No, like to the far corner of the yard. Oh, yeah. Is that what the kids call it these days? The far yes. corner of the yard. Sure, yes. why not? Yeah, that's Zoomer slang. And I'm sure all of you listening who aren't Zoomers won't understand that, but that's okay. Dead ass. Dead ass indeed. Bet. 
And then, uh, and so he starts digging down there in Burberding. the cement with his pick. And he's like, you know what this pick isn't doing is going through this concrete very quickly. Yeah. So, you know what I need is I need to go to Home Depot or Lowe's or Ames or Menards or wherever. Yeah. And get himself a big old fancy jackhammer. An electric jackhammer. It was an air compressor. There was an air compressor, but it wasn't electric jackhammer. <laughs> electric air. Seems reasonable. It, it literally had a cord coming off of it when he pulled it off the shelf or off the hanger thingies. So there you go, Chris. That's the thing you have to be angry about for this movie. Is that he was using an air compressor to power an electric jackhammer. Fair enough. Okay. Long as we've established what Chris has to be angry about. It's true. And he uh, he's jackhammering away. His wife calls from her grandma's funeral. Yeah. And it's like, uh, hey, look, look. Things were said. You need to come up here on account of you're my husband and my grandma raised me. I'm going to come get you. I'll be there We have shortly. the one car because we live in the city. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm not digging up anything in the fucking crawl space. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Did you say he's digging not, up the house? You didn't, but I ain't. Dig, diggy diggy hole? <clears throat> Why and, are you digging? And during his digging, though, he does find something. He, he does. He, he swings his pick and hits the wall on accident. Yep. And that's when he finds the mummified remains and has a flashback. Okay. Before we get into the flashback, these mummified remains had been in that wall max six months. Max. Max. How mummified were these remains, Chris? Um, way too much. <laughs> they would have been gooified more than mummified at that point. You would have smelled that shit from three blocks over. Well, now, Thank hold you. on, you see, because it's like uh-huh. uh, dog years. Like, the movie was in the 90s. Oh, okay. So, hold on. Shut up for a second. No, this, so this six, shut up for yeah, a second. No, no, this is going to be good. Shut up for a second. <laughs> so, six months in the 90s was like 100 years by today's time. You know what I mean? So, oh, that was definitely worth being told to shut up three different times. <laughs> I was just trying to help. Gee, you did poorly. Shut up. No, but seriously, you would have smelled the goddamn thing from decay blocks away. It would have been fucking horrible. Yep. Because it's not like it was a climate-controlled fucking airtight seal on this thing. I mean, it was wrapped in plastic, Chris. Yeah, well, I'm sure Laura Palmer didn't smell great. I'm sure she did before she was killed. Yeah. I mean, Probably. her arms did bend backwards sometimes. <laughs> That's true. See you in 25 years. <laughs> uh, and so, anyway, so he has a flashback to... Uh, to once upon a time walking down the street and this dude's like, Hey, 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 uh, did you just say something to me? And she's like, no, it's like, well, did you want to come inside anyway? And she's like, I guess. Cause I'd never been warned about stranger danger. Yeah. I mean like the fucking line that she uses on that girl. Like my wife was there watching. She's like, she's like, no, no fucking girl in the 90s would have been like, oh, okay, I'll go inside and talk to you. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, maybe if it was like podunk ass nowhere, that would have worked, but not in like the gritty part of Chicago. Like, unless she was actually developmentally uh, disabled and maybe, but still. I don't get it. Like, yeah, like my wife's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. And when it no. comes to how a female acts, I will defer to your wife any day of the week. Right. 
Of course, although my wife does tend to operate on the uh, assumption that everyone is trying to kill her. So maybe she's a little more cautious, but even then, I don't think like random girl would just be everyone like, Everyone oh, is trying to kill you. Yeah, I, that's what I mean. I like, what did you do to everybody that they're trying to kill you? That's what I want to know. <laughs> your friends are just your enemies who don't have the guts to kill you. <laughs> exactly. I mean, if you, I'll tell her that one. I'm just waiting for the right time. Yep. I mean, <laughs> a different series of words. Woohoo ha ha ha. And then, uh, yeah, so they, they get her inside, and this kid's bright idea is to rape her. Yeah. Good, good plan. But then she makes noise because the guy, like, starts screaming because, I don't know, the guy is trying to rape her. And he's like, hey, friend. Why don't you make her quiet so I can rape her in peace? Because, you know, all this screaming is really harshing my mellow while I rape her. Yeah. And so her friend, like, covers her face in plastic and puts on paint it black by some band I don't know. Like, covered by some band I don't know. And uh, Not the Rolling Stones or Earth Crisis. No, I think it's Orb or something. uh, From the credits. And then... uh, and she, they end up suffocating her on accident, and they're like, "Oh no, what do we do now?" Well, you put her in a wall, obviously, cask of yes. Amontillado style. That's right, cask of armadillo. Cask of a armadillo. You're welcome, Matt. And then he uh, he slams out of the flashback, and he's got all the answers now. Yep. So he heads yeah. over to. Uh, because one of the kids was the kid what shot himself earlier. Yes. And the other kid is his landlord's kid. Right. So he heads over to the kid what shot himself's dad's house. And he's like, look, man, I know the score. Let's let's like be reasonable here. Let's just do the right thing. I don't want to have to go to the cops and like make it all a thing. You just go to the cops. You say what's up. You know, let's make this as not shitty as it could possibly be on account of your kid murdered a girl. Murderly erdlered a girl, Chris. Yeah, suck ass. <laughs> and uh, the kid's dad's like, yeah, or I could threateningly grab my jacket in the middle of this rainstorm and drape it over my arm. And walk you back to your house. Which is totally not code for I have a goddamn gun. No. I kind of think it was meant to. It was meant to imply that he did have a gun, Chris. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, I, I mean, I know you. Ha- you have trouble with subtext sometimes, you know, like with you know Ziggy being the wrong girl and all that. But it's true. I didn't. I didn't even catch that. <laughs> so he uh, he takes him down into the basement. And he's like, "Hey, see, like, got a fucking mummy over here. That's." What's going on? And uh, the kid's dad's like, yeah, it could have been anybody, though. And it's like, nah, it's got a handful of hair. They'll figure it out, man. Come on. Yep. And plus, and that's why your kid shot himself was because he couldn't deal with the guilt anymore of having killed someone. Yeah. And uh, the the kid's dad's like, uh, I need a minute. So let me fire wildly at you to get you out of here. Yeah. And he, uh, he heads upstairs and... Yeah, the Sir Bacon does. Yeah, a shot rings out because Dad seems like he just couldn't handle the pressure. Yep. And that's when uh, he gets there's a knock on the door. Yep. And it is his landlord and his landlord's son, and he's like, "Hey, do you mind if I come in and come in?" It's like mm, it's not really a good time right now. Like, I got you know, I got shit I'm doing. There's things going on, and he's like, "Oh, really? Like." Like, what kind of stuff? He's like, well, you know, I got some work in the basement. And he's like, oh, really? What are you doing in the basement? Like, oh, well, I decided to dig up the water main. Yeah, it was leaking. It was leaking. And the guy's like, huh, really? That's great. Like, here, why don't we just come inside anyway? Yep. It's like, yep. And and also, by the way, the water main doesn't run under the house. So, like, I know your story is bullshit. And my son has a gun to point at you now. Yeah, because it turns out that he's also wise to the whole thing. 
Yeah. And they like they covered up because they didn't want their their sons who had killed someone to, you know, I don't know, suffer any consequences at all from it, which like my mind immediately jumped to that shitty like swimmer rapist. Well, I'm sorry, sexual assaultist since he wasn't convicted of rape, given the fucking narrow definition of rape on the books at the time uh, that Brock Taylor guy from Ohio. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the one who, like, was found a girl passed out drunk and decided to, you know, molest her. And then two guys, like, restrained him until the cops showed up. And the judge gave him, like, a fucking, like, what, one-tenth of what he could have? Yeah. Because he didn't want to ruin the kid's life for, like, making one mistake. And I was like, fuck. Like, that just, like, instantly, my brain instantly jumped to that. And I was like, fuck. Fuck you guys. Just fuck you. (laughs) Fair enough. And, uh, and yeah, they're, they get into a little scuffle Mm -hmm. as, uh, the wifey pulls up to pick him up for the funeral. Yep. And she starts honking the horn. She heads in to see what's going on because she sees the lights getting shut off as she's honking. Yeah. She grabs a big uh, fuck off knife out of her purse. Like you do. I mean, fair enough. Because she grabbed that fuck off knife earlier. They made sure to show her grabbing it earlier. You know, yeah, check off. Check off, fuck off knife. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) she heads in. All hell breaks loose. Fucking uh, the fat mother comes from the up from the trap door. I mean, sorry, the the dad comes from the trap door and shoots everybody. Well, father and son, landlord, father and son. Yeah, I know. I just it reminded me of fucking Evil Dead Two at that point when he comes up out of the trap door. Yeah, I was waiting for like Ted Raimi and like a fat suit to come out, but no. And then he uh, just goes and sits out front and goes through the spiel that uh, Kevin Bacon saw in his dream vision earlier. About how, you know, it's a nice place. This and that. And then uh, we cut to the Bacon family moving. Yeah, because, you know, they don't want to stay in the house with, you know, the dead girl in the wall. And uh, diddly erdlered girl. And it turns out that his kid still is picking up all of the ghost people. Yeah, he like covers his ears as they drive through town because apparently there's a whole shit ton of ghosts all along the street or something. I don't know. Yeah. And that's it. Credits. The, the end. The echoes have been stirred. They have been. So, hot Lanza. That's me. What do you feel about this movie? I really like Stir of Echoes. Uh, I might have watched it in the theater when it came out. I don't remember. But I watched it shortly thereafter if I didn't. And have watched it probably... I don't know. Six or seven times since then. So it's a, it's definitely a favorite. Kevin's Bacon is always fun to watch. He's a good actor. Uh, the pacing in this movie is awesome. It's very fast. There's always something happening. It's what, just shy of 90 minutes? Or just shy or just over? Uh, it's a little over. Anyway, it's a, the, the movie's very tight. It's, I don't know, it's, I have no complaints. Uh, if you've never, if you like horror movies, you know suspense movies, and have not watched Stir of Echoes, you are not doing yourself a favor by not watching it. So I'd say that Stir of Echoes is lit all the way up, fam. Chris. Mm-hmm. I believe you have a different name for him. The Bell. Aloysius Reynolds. Well, no, no, there's one you stopped at the beginning of this. Oh, episode. yeah, shut up, stink dick. What do you think about the movie? <laughs> I wasn't even talking. You. Well, you were now. So shut up, stink oh, dick. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I also, I think I saw this once when it came out back in 99 or whatever it was. And uh, it holds up pretty well. 
It, uh... It does a lot with a little. They don't really lean on, like, crazy special effects or gore or whatever. It's, it's just a ghost story. I think, uh... They do a really good job of making everything feel real. Like, you feel like these are people that live in a place. It it doesn't feel all disjointed. All the characters are... They, they feel like people. They feel like they're responding correctly to a situation. They... They do a good job with making the 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 parents of the kids empathetic but also fuck them they cuz you have to i don't know maybe it's different as a guy with kids but like i can understand the reaction to a bad situation where you're looking out for your kids oh yeah and totally. maybe you make some bad calls because you're just trying to do the best you can cuz you don't want to doom your kid to whatever. And I think... I think the the one dad... who isn't the murder dad... Murderly Erdler dad. Yeah. Stink dick. I, I like the way they, that he portrays the whole thing, where he's like, you know, he knows he's not doing the right thing, but what the fuck do you want him to do? Like, I don't know. That might be just a, a guy with kids fucking read, but all in all, I think the acting's pretty good. Even the kid is okay, which is usually the worst goddamn part about a movie like this is when the kid's there. Yeah, and he's like just the right amount of creepy. Yeah. But it, it's it's well-paced. It's shot well enough. I It's not breaking new ground, but it's a good version of what this is. It it really reminds me a lot of the changeling in that regard, where it's a just it's a solid kind of spooky ghost story mystery thing. Without a giant metal cone. Yeah, which I feel like was missing. So docking points for no giant metal cone. But otherwise I say give this one a watch. It's pretty good. It's uh hell, it's free if you want to watch it with commercials. Yep. What do you say, Troy? I liked it. Uh, I had seen this in the theater when it came out, and I had not seen it since because I was always afraid it was not going to hold up to what I remembered, to being as good as I remembered. Because I remember watching it going like, that was way better than I expected. That was really good. And then I was worried that, you know, in 1999, I was 21, and I my taste in movies had not fully developed yet. And I was like, ooh, I don't know if I want to watch this. I'm always worried it's not going to be as good as I think it is. But it is. Uh, in addition to like everything Chris and Hotlanta said, uh, I like that it happens all in like one little neighborhood where everyone just fucking walks around. Like They just walk to the football game. They walk to the hard... I mean, he technically drives to the hardware store, but I think that's more just because he needs to be able to carry a jackhammer and a needless air compressor. Um, but... like. It just it it's kind of neat that it just all happens in the one, like a couple city blocks. Like it's a very small story, but they tell it really well. And yeah, like this totally holds up. I there's a stir of echoes too, which I have not seen. It has Tatiana Maslany in it, which is probably the only reason I'd want to see it, because uh, she was awesome in Orphan Black. But I'm assuming it's not as good as this one. So I would probably say skip that, but definitely watch this one. It's real good. It's a really good ghost story. So what are you watching next week, Chris? We are watching Escape Room circa 2019. Yes. This because we already watched an Escape Room, right? We did. If I wasn't here? We had, we had you trapped in one at the time. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And you couldn't figure it out, so you couldn't get to the podcast in time. Oh, I died. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, I came back. Yeah, Mr. Green suggested this one to us. I think he said it was surprisingly it was surprisingly better than he thought yeah. it would be. So oh, but speaking of Mr. Green, congratulations, Mr. Green. Yes. 
Princess Steph, congratulations. You two crazy children. Yeah, you crazy kids, you. Even though I think Mr. Green's only a couple years younger than I am, but Good good luck with whatever the fuck that means in present day. Yeah. I'm sure you'll figure it out. Yeah. My stomach hurts. Cool. So what if other people's stomachs hurt? How how would they let us know that? You can find us on the Facebooks on account of we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can go to the whole internet and go to slaughterhouseprincess.com. You can email us directly at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, Reddit, Google, YouTube. I lost my steam there. Uh, Twitter. Store Patreon and discord.slaughterhouseprincess.com Thank you, Patreon backers, for backing our Patreons. Yeah, we still have something in the works, but it has been delayed. I apologize. Sorry. I apologize for nothing. My stomach hurts. Still. So, come back next time. Oh, yeah, for Escape Room 2019. Oakley dokely. And while other podcasts think about movies, we'll drink about movies. My stomach hurts. Bye! So you're saying I should try to lung chug a bunch of water? Yeah, drive yourself intentionally. Huh. <laughs>